let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Extremely Geeked Up Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Stevens, and today I have an awesome guest. He's been on here before, um, Ryan Kent, who is the Instagrammer of Comic Book Classics. Ryan, welcome back, man. Hey, thanks for having me back. I love being on last time. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. Glad to have you, man. Um, well, I wanted to talk to you about um, this particular t- uh, topic, which originally i was thinking about having it on our previous conversation but just later on decided let's just make this into actual topic itself instead of making a segment but wanted to talk to you about whether marvel should reboot their comic books granted they're right now doing marvel legacy which is in my opinion i think is probably their best line they've done so far but should they look into rebooting their stuff now now that marvel studios is going above and beyond with their movies now and attracting more fans maybe they should look into you know starting their books over and trying to um get these uh, new these new fans um i guess a, a basic hit a new refresh history about their superheroes so when you say reboot do you mean like like the new 52 like a full-on reboot or do you mean starting like new number one you mean starting completely over yeah starting completely over just yeah some similar to like new 52 yeah well i'm if they were ever going to do it now would be the time because you're right there is a influx of readers and um due to the due to the movies and things like comiXology and online comics and marvel unlimited dc universe has really kind of made getting comic books easier than ever um, before it was like you had to have a comic book store or a spinner rack or a mail order service, but now I can pull up my computer and have you know any comic I want right away. So I feel like there is a uh, avenue to get more readers into comics. And if you really did start over your line with all numbered ones and really streamline the community or um, the continuity to be like the uh, Marvel Studios films, um, I feel like there would be. An, an influx of, of new readers, mm-hmm. which this industry has sorely been lacking for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and plus, I mean, Marvel has been around for 80 years now. Um, yeah, they're doing their 80-year Yeah, they're doing celebration. a celebration. Yeah, I think they're coming with a comic book called Marvel 1000, issue 1000. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's like... I'm not sure where that's dating from or which issue that's dating from, but I guess the thousandth issue of Marvel is coming out, I guess. I'm not entirely sure how they they came up with that number, but um but that's a lot of history. Yeah, no, it, it's I don't want to call it muddled, but it, there there is a lot there for that is 
you know, very intimidating for the general populace. It was intimidating for me when I got into comics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of history, and what makes it even more odder is that only ten years has passed in their in, in their long stretch of uh, um, comic books. Like you mean the continuity, like their yeah, it, continuity. It's supposed to only have been right only mm, ten years. Mm-hmm. And some stuff is still part of the continuity, so it's a lot to take in and trying to figure out what all happened then and there, and trying to see what you know who was what you know who was where and what part was um when the which event actually happened before the other, you know? Right. So if in in this rebooted universe, would the characters remain very much the same, and the continuity just get rebooted, or would you maybe try to do a few new takes on some characters and really try to change some ground level things about them? I think that would make it more interesting, even for the veterans who um of the veteran readers to actually make them more, I guess, retell the story in a new a newer way, give it right. give it more freshness. I mean, I mean that's, I mean that would be the point of it all if you're going to you know reboot it to actually give it something different than what it was originally. Um, I, yeah, but I would say you would, I you would want to do something different. Like, what if Gwen Stacy didn't die? Right. You know. Or if you had a maid on. Well, if you would have made uh, this one interesting story, uh, it was in the Ultimate comic books where Red Skull was Steve Rogers' son. Oh, I loved that story. I thought that was so cool. That Ultimate Avengers run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that that was so cool. Um, yeah, and things like I, there are some. I think the Ultimate comics is kind of a good template for this too, because other things they did, like you know, Bucky didn't die. Bucky. Yeah, you know, went on to marry. He mar- he's the one who actually married. Um, what's her name? Peggy Carter. Yeah, yeah. Or her name in that universe is something else. But so it's basically, you know, Steve's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the Ultimate Universe for all the good and the bad would would be a template, or at least a there. There are some good ideas in there that could be be carried over to if Marvel ever wanted to reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, um, I honestly thought a while you know, a few years ago when the Secret Wars event came out, I thought for sure that's what they were going to do was going to reboot their stuff. Right, because they were also ending their Ultimate Universe with mm-hmm. too. Yeah, but it just ended up being more of a uh, consolidation really than anything else. <clears throat> I think the nature of comic books is, too, that, you know, if you're going to have a whole company with a line of comic books, you know, somewhere between 30 and 60 books being published monthly for years and years, at some point it, it's going to get get to a point where it's untenable to keep the same continuity all the time because it's impossible. Right. Because then, you, you know, not only is it confusing for people, but then, you know, maybe a new writer is going to take over a book and the last writer maybe did some things that weren't great for the character and then, you know, he's expected to carry those on because <laughs> the continuity uh, trumps story in a lot of in a lot of people's minds. True. Very true. Very, very true. Um, you think 
they do you think they would actually do a reboot with their books? I mean, to be honest, it, do I think they would or do hmm. I think they should? Think they they would. I I'm inclined to say no because if they were going to do it, I would have thought that all these you know I thought it would have happened already, especially these last couple of years when not only did are these movies you know hitting the screens and millions and millions and millions of people are seeing it. Uh, day even day one, you know, these movies are the biggest movies in the world right now. But also they're owned by Disney. I would have thought that if they wanted to reboot, Disney would have sent down the mandate, you know, years ago. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they would. I I'm not, you know, it, I'm not saying it would totally surprise me. But if you had to ask me to choose between the two, I don't think they would. Yeah. I, yeah, I will have to agree with you on that one too. I don't really see them happening because I think. They Marvel and Disney. I think what they have in, in common is that they they know they have a very rich history, mm-hmm. and they don't want it to fall fall out of you know out of contingency. They, I think they want to hold on to that and just and and just use that as to you know as a, well, just like a library of what you want to read and just you know go into. A hundred percent. And Marvel, you know, between the two companies, I think there are a lot of similarities, but Marvel has always put a bigger emphasis on continuity. Where DC, um, I feel like DC stories a lot of the times are a lot more self-contained. Like the great Marvel stories are very continuity heavy, um, where a lot of the DC classics are things that you can kind of read any time and out of order and stuff. That's just kind of a way that they run their storytelling, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, I mean to be honest, I mean because that Marvel is the one that really started the whole right continuity. Like the idea of you know you're right because back in the '60s, you know you you'd read be reading X Men, and you know maybe Thor would fly by and there'd be an editor's note to see what Thor's doing. Check out next week's issue of you know Thor 200 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That that was something that I think really drew a lot of readers in back in the day, but. You know, the thing about the reboot is, even if they were to reboot, that doesn't mean, you know, 80 years worth of stories aren't there anymore. They're still there. Those are still stories that will sit on my, you know, that will sit on my bookshelf and be cherished and reread and, you know, passed down to my kids someday. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, it might not be in the same quote unquote continuity. It might not have happened in a very specific, you know, way they tell us things happen, but. Mm-hmm. To, to me, you know, stories are stories, and you know, if they rebooted their continuity, that would clean a lot of things up. But I, I can still go back and reread, you know, my collection of Brian Michael Bendis's Daredevil or Jason Aaron's Thor or, you know, anything. Those things are still there. Yeah. Those things still exist. They mm-hmm. just, you know, I think that's that's a thing that gets a lot of people bent out of shape um, when this kind of, these kind of conversations are had. A lot of fans, you know, get. <laughs> Well, no, these are my stories. These are the stories, and these are the way they happen. I've been following it for 30 years, and you're going to tell me they didn't happen. It's like, I don't know. It just it seems like an argument that doesn't even need to be had. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, like you said, it, it's, it's still there. You can read them if you choose. I mean, it's, right. it's not, more... It, oh, go ahead. Uh, they're not invalid. Like... Mm-mm. Not only are they there, but they're just as good as they were before the reboot. You know, right. they, they, just because a reboot were to happen doesn't mean, you know, anything is wrong with the, those stories you've read. 
Right, and it's just uh, it's it's just going to serve more so as a a new line, like you had right. all new Marvel, all new different Marvel, and now Marvel Legacy. Well, you have if you would have this Marvel reboot, then that's just uh, like I said, just another line, just is basically just starting from the ground up. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Versus to you having a small recon in each line. And. The other reason this would make more sense now than it would have, you know, years ago, back in, I would say, before the mid-90s, comics were written to be one, usually one-shots, maybe some kind of overarching thing, but every comic was written to be someone's first comic. So if you go back and read, you know, 70s or 80s comics, they'll say every character's name and a little bit about them in the conversation. It's usually kind of clunky because they're thinking that everyone... Every comic is somebody's first comic. And comics aren't written that way anymore. Now comics are written very much for the trade, very much for the ongoing saga, and the you know writers have plans you know, two and three years in the making. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it would have been... Continuity is now more clouded than ever, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Things are more complicated than ever, and if you're ever going to do a reboot, I think this would be about the time to do it. Yeah. I, I agree because it's Mar- Marvel Studios is like rolling, uh, you know, is rolling with all cylinders right now, and right, and like I said, it's re- new readers are now in such a, a high flux right now. Why not just go ahead and do that? But I know for we both know for a fact that's not going to happen because of how the also the success of Marvel Legacy right now. Right and. You know, they, they've tried it a few times before. There there haven't been, quote-unquote, you know, full-on relaunches, but, you know, if you go back to the late 90s when Marvel, could, you know, declared bankruptcy, Marvel Knights was a huge departure from everything that was going yes. on. Like, that Daredevil came along, and they kind of... They didn't do away with what had come before, because, you know, bullseyes around and stuff, but, like, there were 10 years of bad Daredevil issues preceding that that they just kind of said, you know, don't worry about that. We're starting fresh. We're starting new with... A bunch of new creators and everything and I think I think even if you didn't reboot the continuity on whole I think you know just kind of a fresh start for some of these books mm-hmm. would be super super helpful and not just you know we get new number ones all the time I'm not talking about new number ones I'm talking about a new uh, direction and I thought Marvel now back in what was that 2012 2013 when you mm-hmm. had like all new X-Men uh, the Jason Aaron Thor run I bring up all the time uh, yeah. Rick Remanders you know captain america it really injected a new sense of life into these books it really injected a new sense of hmm. enthusiasm into these books that i feel like even though they were good before they were kind of stale you know we had ed brubaker's excellent captain america run but it was you know almost eight years old at that time and you know taking it in a completely new direction really i think energized the, the fan base and i feel like you know if you were to reboot everything that would just do that you know to a factor of ten. Yeah, I I, I I totally agree with that right there. Um, it, I mean, mo, mo, I thought of this question a while back. I think it was after, it was after, yeah, it was after Secret Wars, and I was like, man, why didn't they do, you know, why didn't they decided to do a reboot? I mean, because if you look at it, I mean, they had so many other different lines, because all new, all new, all different. Those were like within two or three, or at least a year or two 
you know right. different you know apart from each other and it seemed like like you're constantly making new directions so like why don't you just like go decide to just make you know start completely afresh and retell a story because like right now you're getting i mean readers are starting to you know increase now so why don't you just find a way to you know help them out i guess a little bit because if, if i were to speculate and i don't have any knowledge or anything this is just kind of a guess i think a lot of it is um, editorially driven because you're right it feels like every every year every eight months whatever it is there's a new well this isn't the all new this is all new all different or you know this isn't all new this is marvel now or whatever i think that comes a lot of times from editors who aren't always on the books very long and every time a new editor comes on they want to um kind of shake things up and do things their way but if you gave you know an editor a long-term contract and again i don't know anything about editors contracts so maybe i'm talking crazy but maybe then they'd be able to stick with one of these a reboot for a longer period of time instead of yeah we'll do a reboot and then when the new guy comes along uh, they're just back to you know what they were before mm-hmm. yeah um because i'm trying to remember who's who's editor now because it's not it's not Cassetta anymore is um uh, it was Axel Alonso, and I don't even think he is anymore. I, it, I don't mm-hmm. know. These things change faster than so I fast. Them. Yeah. I don't, I don't like. I don't follow. You know, and then that that's just the editor in chief, and then there each line of books has their own editor. Like there's the Spider-Man book editor. There's the X-Men kind of group editor. Um, and the editor really has a lot of say over. You know, we talk about writers and artists a lot, but the editor is who hires those writers and artists. Yeah. Yeah, and really controls the direction of those books for a while. Like, uh, you know, what was like back to maybe eight years ago, uh, Steve Wacker came over and he had I oh I want to say it was Steve Wacker. It was one of those guys, but he had things like the Superior Foes of Spider Man and Hawkeye and kind of those. It was like a section of the Marvel universe that was like these irreverent, cartoony you know funny books with excellent art and excellent writing but you could definitely tell the editor's hand in doing that yeah yeah um but i really i don't like i don't think uh whoever the uh, marvel um editor is now i don't think he's going to have any any minds of trying to change things up just due to the fact of how good legacy is now with some of the right just in, as an overall because there's a lot of good reads right now with Marvel right now. Because Amazing Spider-Man is a whole new, refreshing take right. on Spider-Man. Daredevil is really good. Um, I, I, I really enjoy Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Immortal Hulk is. It, Immortal Hulk is not slowing down at all. <laughs> Hulk hasn't been selling this well. I think they said in like 30 years. Oh my like, gosh. Hulk, Hulk now you know competes with titles like Batman, like the perennial bestsellers. And Hulk hasn't been that for years. No matter how good or bad or whatever it's been, Hulk has just been, you know, a good seller but not great. Now it's a top five selling book every month because of how – and that's almost – you know, it's not like they have a superstar artist or writer on it. It's because they're telling an incredible story, you know, word of mouth. And, you know, I tell you, you tell three friends, and, you know, all of a sudden this book is selling gangbusters because it is so good and so refreshing. It is. It is definitely – I think it's a – I think this is the best depiction of Hulk yet. Yes, it, it's it's you know not to use the same adjectives over and over again, but it's completely refreshing. It's it's the best, most 
it's just different. It's different than what we've always gotten with Hulk. And when you have these characters that have become a part of the cultural zeitgeist, it's kind of easy to tell the same kind of stories over and over again because you know that it'll sell just fine and people will like it just fine and it's just enough to keep people engaged. But so when someone takes a real chance like what they've been doing, it stands out and it really, um, I don't know, I think it's really good for the industry. Uh, not just telling the same Hulk story we've been telling for 50 years, but tell something completely new. And I feel like a reboot could kind of give that same energy to these to these titles. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I haven't yet read... Oh, fin- I started reading oh, Silver Surfer Black, number one. Loved it. And I heard, I heard nothing but good things about it. Um, and so far what I read, it was... It was really good. Uh, it but, uh, is some rad, rad comic book bigness. You know, I yeah. It, and and the art, Tradmore's art, is so different than anything I've ever seen on a Silver Surfer book before. That even though, you know, it's the same Silver Surfer character and everything, it feels different. Really yeah. Mhm. It it fits this story. Right. I don't it. I think we we talked about that last episode how you know art is so vast now and so broad and you can it's there's so much there's a whole lot of taste for anybody who wants to get into comic books, but it but um it is I don't know if I would have read this artist's book if if it wasn't a Silver Surfer I guess because I don't know it, it the the way this this artist does Silver uh, Surfer uh, Silver Surfer Black it fits perfectly it, it fits right. it perfectly because it's it's not you know i'm not saying all art is photorealistic but you know art a lot of art has you know the same proportion you know the, his the proportions are the same in all the panels the panels are like you know your standard panels but what he's doing is like this real almost expressionistic art where you know the you know, if the the Silver Surfer was reaching for something, his arm is super exaggerated, long, and the angles are super cool and everything. I I, I really was taken aback by that book, and I can't wait for more of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think the two come out yet. No, I don't believe so. If it did, I missed it. it yeah, it's so, and that's the other thing. It's so hard for me to tell nowadays too because of double shipping and triple shipping sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'll go to the comic book store, you know, once every couple of weeks and, you know, sometimes two or three issues of a book have already come out in just in the time since I was last there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really and then, you know, I end up missing issues and stuff. It's actually I think right now a lot harder to keep up on books. But if you start over with a new number 1 and said, "Okay, we have a definite get two weeks or once a month." It would be, "Okay, I have to start now." And, and I can't miss a comic. I can't miss an issue. And that's kind of how I've been with Daredevil since Daredevil got, you know, relaunched a few months ago. I, I know when I'm missing a Daredevil issue. Yeah. I'm actually missing an issue. Now that you mentioned, I'm missing issue four right now. But uh, it's weird when I have to continue without reading one issue because it feels like, I, I you know, you just skipped right. out on a whole, a whole uh, information. Back in the 60s and 70s, and not to bring it up again, but, like, that wouldn't have been a big thing. You, you just missed an yeah. issue and ah, they're going to explain it in a couple pages in this one. But now, you know, they write these books like chapters in a novel. Like, they all flow into each it other. Does. So much that yes. If you do miss one, it is like, oh, well, uh, well, I'm lost. I can either go on Comixology and download it, or I can look for it, or I can just try to 
reconfigure yeah. it out. And yeah. I don't know. It, there's not a clean way to do it. It's not. Uh, like, but like you were saying, like in the 60s, it was, it was pretty much like a one-off. One-off. Each right. It's like, and then, in, you know, if you miss issue six of Spider-Man where he fought Sandman or whatever it is, you know, next time he's fighting Doc Ock and, well, this is Peter Parker and he was bitten by a spider and, you know, they just kind of... Yeah, but is, they just kind of, they kind of made a way to explain it. Nor, you know, there are Daredevil issues in the '80s where it's like, you know, this is foggy. You know, good thing I've got Foggy Nelson here, my best friend since law school, and they just kind of, they they work it. Try, they try to work it organically into the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I think uh, that's it right there, man. I, do we think uh, we would like to? You know, do we think Marvel should make a reboot? We would like to. But I do. I, I think they should. I don't think they will, but I think it would really reinvigorate a lot of the a lot of the uh, a lot of the energy behind Marvel Comics right now. I, I, I totally agree. Um, but who knows? I mean, maybe later on in the year, years to come, maybe next year, if depending on how long this legacy line is going to uh, last. We might we might get a reboot, but I, I don't think it'll last very long. And I don't I'm not saying that because I don't like Legacy. I love Legacy, and I think it's really quality books. Mm-hmm. I just think the way the winds change in this industry so often, you know, mm-hmm. six months and someone new is going to take over and want to start over and bring in their own writers. And I think that's just the way it goes now. Yeah, totally. But um, um, Ryan, um. Why don't you tell the um, audience on how they can get to you, how they reach you, how to follow you? Okay. Uh, my my Instagram is comic book classics, where, you know, a couple times a week I will post a comic and talk about it and really try to discuss it in depth. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, I also am Ryan Kent 16 on Instagram, but that's more personal stuff. I guess you can follow me on there if you want. But uh, for your, for your audience, I think uh, comic book classics is the best way to, to to get in touch with me. All right, you heard him, folks. Definitely check him out. Awesome, awesome Instagram page where you can learn all sorts of uh, history of comic books from old and somewhat new as well. So, guys, uh, Ryan, thank you for uh, being on the show again, and more than likely you're going to be on the show <laughs> on every other regular basis man I'd love having you on the show all right awesome yeah no i love being back and i'd love to come back again all right man appreciate it okay so i brought this topic up on facebook and on, on twitter about whether marvel should be or should reboot their books and you know I got a lot of responses, a lot of positive responses about this. As far as, you know, just getting a lot of opinions on this thing. And, you know, a lot of people were, you know, turned off on it. Not really all that interested. And some were all for it. And some were kind of torn. Because you really think about it, it's not really a black and white type question, really, if you think about it. I mean, I mean, really think about it. Should Marvel really reboot their books on account of there being such a long history of their stories, but crammed in and really in their universe crammed into one like a short term, like only like maybe a decade. So 
yeah, you really think about maybe they should think about rebooting the, their books because certain stories are starting to become a little convoluted, just a little bit. But it's it's those things you have to put in put into into um into, into factor. Uh, so what I did was I started to do a poll on Facebook and Twitter, and let me tell you it was. So it was pretty close. It was really close. On Facebook, it ended up being a tie. And it was all left up for Twitter to be the tiebreaker. And the decision was made by the slimmest. And I mean the slimmest margin, man. Just one vote off. It decided it all. And you guys decided that Marvel should not reboot <laughs> their books yeah you know I, I decided said it no i get it i totally do like i said i totally get why you guys wouldn't want a reboot i mean like i really do i understand that and i also understand the people who did vote and voted yes why you would want a, a reboot because i really i'm on the side on the yes i kind of would like to see a reboot happen granted I know what happened in DC with New 52 and they try to do their own reboot and it just didn't take off like it should. So that can really get, you know, bring some people kind of scared about it. And also some people are looking at the marketability um, prospect of the whole thing. Marvel has done a lot of soft reboots over the past few years with, you know, Marvel now, all new Marvel, all new, all different Marvel, and now Marvel Legacy, which is is doing pretty good. It's holding on on its own. It's doing it's bringing out some new, refreshing stories with, with these superheroes. So it's really no need, really, at this moment right now, to consider doing a reboot. But maybe in the f- near future, they should think about doing a reboot. But I don't know. I'm really happy about you guys' responses, and I would like to say thank you for taking your time to voting and sharing your opinions on this topic and um and don't be afraid to keep on sharing your opinions on on each topic on the episode as well so yeah appreciate that guys if you made it to this end of the segment thank you thank you so much but if you skipped i'm not sure why you would skipped all the first two segments just to get here but shame on you if you, if you did <laughs> um but uh yeah but thanks guys for listening as always and uh thank you uh ryan kent for being on this show and guys definitely check him out on instagram um awesome instagram page which is just if you are a fan of comic books you will definitely be a fan of his instagram page for sure and also hit me up on instagram twitter facebook also a Facebook group, Extremely Geeked Out Community. I know I haven't really been on that one all too much, but I'm going to definitely help out, try to get this that group um, more vibrant and interactive for sure, because it's, it's all for comic book geeks, movie geeks. If you're a geek of something, Extremely Geeked Out Podcast Community um, Facebook group is, is for you for sure. And also, um, if you have any comments questions concerns about the show or want to be on the show 
please hit me up on my email, which is mailusgeeks at gmail.com. That's mailusgeeks at gmail.com. But yeah, thanks for guys for listening. It, you know, what to, should we learn about today's episode is that we have a lot of people, including myself, who just really overall just appreciate the rich history in Marvel Comics, you know. And even if they don't decide to do a reboot, that's okay. That's good. That just shows that they they truly believe in their stories and the the history that it has they have behind them and they're going to use it at, at their best abilities. That's okay and that's great. That's great that they they have that full on confidence that they don't really need to do a reboot if they don't want to and they feel that they they can um, draw in more new readers doing what they're doing. But also it's not to we should not also not uh, frown upon the others who may have different opinions about whether Marvel should do a reboot or Marvel shouldn't do a reboot you know both of us have both sides have valid points you know so yeah just food for thought there man that's all I got guys thanks as I said before thanks for listening and um, catch you guys next week peace